Hello, everyone, and welcome to this edition of the Control Amplified podcast. I'm Len Vermillion, Editor-in-Chief of Control Magazine and ControlGlobal.com. Now, today I'm talking once again with Dustin Johnson, who is Chief Technology Officer at SEEK. And the last time we spoke with Dustin, we focused on the impact incorporating Gen AI, that's generative AI, within advanced analytics software and the effect it can have on the process industry. Of course, it makes it easier for domain experts to harness its power. Now, today we're going to dive deeper into Gen AI, and we're going to address how organizations can effectively communicate their Gen AI strategies internally, how they can address common concerns about transparency and traceability. And we're going to hear an update on the latest Gen AI offerings from Seek. So first, again, I want to welcome Dustin back to the podcast. So Dustin, welcome. Thanks, Len. I'm happy to be here. Right. So now let's start by saying there's there's really no secret that many manufacturing organizations have you know well established and risk averse business dynamics uh, and of course that can make uh, widespread adoption of new technologies a bit challenging now do you have any advice for organizations trying to assess how their organizational culture will impact the adoption of gen ai and i'll add on to that what what should they consider during this planning phase of the rollout Sure. Yeah. So, so first off, I think everyone will agree that with every change, there is an element of risk. Um, but what most don't stop to consider is the risk of inaction. Right? Uh, when companies understand prior uh, both the opportunities and the potential resistance the initiative will introduce, they can and should proactively address those challenges. Right. So, in the case of Gen AI, uh, the opportunities are pretty big. For most people. Uh, this is why it's taken the world by storm. Uh, generative AI isn't some niche technology uh, that only a number of uh, that number crunchers get excited about uh, or benefit from, right? Uh, enhanced decision making, more efficient analysis, more predictive power, easier access to new perspectives and ideas, right? Are some of the benefits of generative AI we have today. A keen listener will immediately identify that many of the benefits I just listed are most powerful when a person needs to ramp up to a new task, uh, which is why generative AI technologies are commonly deployed to enable faster onboarding and training. And that can lead to more innovative and and fun workplace for employees. Now that's all opportunity uh, side of the coin. Uh, Resistance may stem from perceived data challenges, data quality challenges, uh, data privacy, and uh, security concerns. The hardest part's getting started. Uh, So I I recommend uh, planning to have these conversations early. I found uh, that that most of the challenges come down to having the right technology partners. Uh, For example, a public chatbot may be free to incorporate any user input into its learning model that's shared globally, but uh, restricting this is often an expectation in business in partnership agreements. Um, so uh, that's an important piece uh, that can't be can't be overstated is really ensuring that you've got the right kind of alignment with your technology partners um, and make your your legal team happy. Um, nevertheless, I- incorporating opportunities for personnel to share their concerns is also a good practice. Um, so they can share their best practices uh, that they've learned with their peers. Um, and can also help execute adoption throughout the organization uh, to maximize uh, that value. So 
So uh, concretely, I also recommend appointing an executive sponsor and internal champions from day one, because um, they'll accelerate the rate of adoption among team members and influence lasting, you know, durable change within the organization. Wonderful. Okay, so now once these Gen I and Gen AI strategies have been established, how do you see organizations communicating them to their internal audiences? And do you have any tips for positioning such strategies to key stakeholders, particularly to end users? Yeah, right. So, so again, communicating opportunities and value to your internal audiences is key. Right? Mm -hmm. The business needs to come first um, and the business needs <laughs> need to come first. Uh, for, for example, uh, key stakeholders will be interested in understanding how the technology will enable them to achieve their business objectives. Right? So articulating values such as the increased uh, return on investment uh, will be critical to gain buy-in. This is no different really than any other approach uh, and any other uh, adoption phase. I believe the industry sector will have the frontline SMEs as natural champions um, as they are best positioned to get immediate value from adoption of this new technology. Um, some of those uh, benefits, right, are time savings and the ability to unlock new approaches uh, for them that were previously out of reach or just too cumbersome to use on a regular basis. So then in addition to organizational communication, when rolling out um, new technologies to organizations, the first impression of the user experience matters a lot. I think we can all agree there. Uh, given the unique capabilities of Gen AI and the potential challenges around accuracy and you know hallucinations, how do you guys think about ensuring that it all lands well? Yeah, I mean... Obviously, that's a, that's a great point, right? It has to, <laughs> has to land well. Um, and I, I can admit that this, this can be uh, a bit of an intimidating technology. Um, it's really important that folks have confidence in the tools they're using. Uh, I believe, and this is something we've driven inside Seek extensively, mm -hmm. that it's important to have results that are traceable. Uh, users should be able to easily verify the data and input they are given. Uh, from their tools. Uh, this is important even before generative AI, and it's actually part of the gap that Seek fills in general by bringing users closer to the data. Right? Users need to be able to have access, easy access uh, to data to validate and explore the monitoring alerts or automated diagnostics and even just their own hunches. Uh, so gen generative AI is one source of these automated results that users need to watch over and ultimately validate, but it's it's not the only source. Um, and I think employing uh, tools uh, and strategies uh, like Seek is key to uh, gaining confidence in some of these new technologies like generative AI. Mm -hmm. So can you tell us what is uh, Seek currently working on in this gen AI space and you know what can we expect to see in the future? <laughs> yeah, that's great. So uh, we we it's important to note that uh, the generative AI is is definitely all the buzz and all the hype now. But uh, Seek has been working on uh, machine learning and AI technologies for years um, mm -hmm. at this point, and we're we've also been partnering. So you know, early examples um, is uh, Seek's solution for Amazon Lookout for Equipment, uh, right? Where we partnered with Amazon in their Lookout for Equipment um, machine learning algorithms uh, to bring those into Seek uh, and to uh, enable them for Seek's users. Uh, we also have our own home-built 
um, ML solutions that we call the Seek Process Health uh, solution. Um, and we've been honing those for many years on time series specific uh, activities. Um, a new example for us is the AI uh, assistant. And the intent of this is that it reduces the time required to get valuable decisions uh, and can even offer suggestions for analytical methodologies and code, right? So what this means is that individuals without specific analytics, data science, or coding skills can turn their hardest questions and ideas into insights or really manifest them into our, into our platform and into our tooling. Uh, this makes impactful action more accessible to a broader audience uh, within the organization, right? In general, Seek's approach is to integrate AI and ML into key places in our product uh, to elevate the breadth and impact that users can have. Uh, repetitive data analysis tasks can be just you know automated away, um, and you know reduce the clicks uh, to to get those those insights, and that frees up valuable time for process experts to focus on the more strategic and complex aspects of their roles. Uh, we've seen early indications that employing Seek's upcoming AI assistant to automate portions of the workflow, as I just described, can increase efficiency between 50 or 5 and 50x, like these big numbers. And largely that's from reducing repetitive tasks and quickly onboarding users into new segments of the, uh, the tool or platform that they, they need to further their, their analysis. So you've been at this for a while and a lot of people are coming in. What can you tell us about what sets Seek's Gen AI offerings apart from all the other offerings that are now being launched, particularly in the last year? So? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of them, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> we're, we're all inundated by by right. Gen AI, uh, you know, tools and technologies and such. Um, but the thing, one of the things to realize is, you know, what sets Seek apart is that Seek is focused like a laser on time series data in the industries that live and breathe it. Right. We're not a general analytics tool. Uh, we, we don't purport uh, to be a generative AI tool for all use cases and all uh, aspects of daily life. We're really focused on time series. Um, and fortunately, at our core is a technology we call capsules, right? They mark sections of time and can have custom properties. Uh, capsules are perfect for labeling data or identifying features as input to ML algorithms and AI models when we look at their properties. Uh, because of Seek's data contextualization capabilities, we can better determine the relevance of the answers, right? And, and ultimately uh, provide that loop, right? Back to validating that, that the answers are, are actually accurate. Um, and we can better determine the relevance uh, of those. Um, and and have a user experience that can lead users to perform additional verifications for important decisions. So we see generative AI as a true co-pilot and not the decision maker, which is still the subject matter expert. Um, more generally though, seeks knowledge capture capabilities, including the ability to capture uh, data and context and capsules, as I mentioned, but also seek journal um, are differentiators because they enable users to curate and provide necessary context from SMEs to generative AI to further improve generative AI uh, recommendations and, and models in, in the future. So I think those, those are important, um, but, but finally, and as always, uh, Seek is an open platform. 
Uh, we aren't trying to build the singular solution to all problems. Right? We recognize that we don't have all the answers and we fully embrace in ours, yours, and theirs approach to algorithms. Um, we focus on time series data. Uh, we're world-class experts in it, but we also recognize that it's almost always just a piece of the overall data and analytics strategy needed to solve the really tough problems. Um, our openness as a platform is key to concretely communicating our partnership uh, with our customers. And, and I think that you know these are just some of the ways uh, that we're bringing generative AI and our existing approach uh, to our customers. But they're pretty unusual. Uh, and I think they're definitely differentiators uh, for Seek in this, this market space. Wonderful. Well, Dustin, it's always uh, nice talking to you. I know Gen AI is just getting started. It's going to be big. We're going to probably be talking about it a lot next year too. So thank you again for being here and uh, we'll talk again soon. Thanks so much, Len. Until next time.